Hi, my loves. Welcome to your weekly forecast for November 20th to the 27th. Please bear with me. Uh, My voice is not in peak condition right now. I am a little on the sick side, so talking is a little laborious. So if I'm huffing and puffing and swallowing a lot, I'm sorry. I hope that's not annoying, but let's dive in and talk about this week ahead So this week brings us some really beautiful, optimistic energy. We have some new beginnings coming in here this week. We start Sagittarius season, and we also start the last full lunar cycle of the year, which kicks off with our Sagittarius new moon. So we're putting eclipse season and Scorpio season behind us now, and it's going to feel really good. It's going to feel new and different and fresh, and that is well-deserved and well-needed at this point. So Sagittarius season starts officially on Tuesday, November 22nd, and the sun is going to be joining Venus and Mercury already here in this sign. Sagittarius um, has been host to Venus and Mercury for about a week at this point. So we start Sagittarius season off with a pretty potent burst of Sagittarius energy, and this energy is exuberant and passionate and curious and hopeful. Sagittarius is the archer who aims and fires its bow at the next horizon with full faith that it'll make its target. So this is the season to dream beyond our current horizon and make plans that'll help us to reach somewhere bigger and better in 2023. So bigger and better is the key term for Sagittarius season. Even if it seems outlandish, this is the time to set outlandish intentions if they just feel right. And we have an awesome opportunity to set intentions on the 23rd when we have our new moon in Sag. And this may be the best new moon of the year. So it comes to us with the sun, moon, Venus, and Mercury all within 10 degrees of each other in Sagittarius, which brings a pretty clear and potent focus to this new moon. It is on our vision. We want to commit to that vision and move forward at this point. So a new moon is day one of a new lunar cycle. This is when the sun and moon meet up at the same degree of the same sign in the sky. And so the sun shines its light into a part of the moon that doesn't always get lit. So we have this sort of window into our unconscious or inner world at a new moon, and we can access deeper knowings and deeper hunches and desires. So at this Sagittarius new moon, we could find ourselves considering our intentions in our Sagittarius house a little bit more deeply and a little bit more um, honestly and maybe recognizing a part of us that actually feels like, oh yeah, I actually do want that. I actually do crave that. I am maybe ready for that. I do kind of want to fill this gap in my life with this new thing that feels like it's calling to me. We could just have a sense of maybe uh, a new desire, you know, to embolden ourselves to take some risk around this new moon. So this new moon is a really beautiful time to see the bigger picture. It's an awesome time to create a new vision but it also brings this opportunity for healing as well this is the first non-eclipse new moon in Sagittarius since 2020 and we have put in a lot of learning and work 
growth in our Sagittarius house since then. And now with this new moon, we get a true fresh start in this house, in this area of our life. Also on November 23rd, Jupiter, which is the ruler of this new moon, turns direct in Pisces. So Jupiter first turned retrograde back on July 28th. And since then, continuing our growth has meant fine-tuning the work that we've already put in towards our growing mission in our Pisces house, towards growing this dream in our Pisces house. So since the end of July, we've been called back to the drawing board of our dreams. And we've maybe had to do some more work to get really confident in those dreams. Now with Jupiter direct, we can understand what the inner work of this last four months has really been about. Jupiter will make its way back into Aries on December 20th next month. And at that point, it'll be there for the first half of 2023. So that is the week ahead. Let's move into your cards. Let's move into our reading and pull some cards for the week ahead. Our first week of Sagittarius season and our Sagittarius new moon. We have the Queen of Cups, <clears throat> Temperance, and the Six of Cups. Love to see temperance come up for such a Sagittarius heavy week because Sagittarius is the card that's connected to um, temperance. It's rather is, is connected to Sagittarius in the in the tarot. So Sagittarius um, season really brings us into this beautiful opportunity for healing. Truly, um, temperance comes after the death card in the tarot, and so this is where we're finding new footing again in ourselves as a new version of us we've been through a whole transformation with eclipse season and scorpio season a death maybe an ego death a shedding of a skin maybe some of us have let something go or just changed in a certain way and now we can find ourselves again in sagittarius season and the way that we do that is to be gentle right is to not try to decide what can't be decided yet and not apply labels or rules where they just don't quite feel right yet. We have to kind of be in this experimental sort of phase when we're in temperance because we're not quite in the old, not quite the old version of us, but not quite in the new. And we really have to feel our way around this space and lucky for us that's a gift that we possess with this reading the queen of cups points to our skills that we have built as our own healers we are each our own healers and the queen of cups points to that part of us that is so self-aware and so connected to how we feel so connected to the nudges of our intuition we know what we think we know what we feel we know parts of us you know that have never changed you know we, we we know what constants exist in our lives that's what i'm seeing when i see the queen of cups with temperance here it's like we are attuning to something new there's some new thing that's coming in here that we're creating uh 
a new way, you know, of moving around our world, an even more authentic way, a bigger way, a better way, right? Um, And what serves us is to just trust ourselves to be on that path as ourselves. And, you know, it might feel like we're kind of like, I don't know, losing something or worried about losing something or um, have lost something, but nothing has been lost. There's so much abundance that comes through in this reading here. Like the Six of Cups, it really wants us to feel abundant and feel fulfilled. We have to keep moving towards what feels good and easy and simple. What's simple is mobilizing. What's simple is true with the Six of Cups. Like, can we receive this? And that's the question that this card asks us. What do we want to receive? What nourishes us? What fills us up? There's such a sweet energy that comes through with the Six of Cups. It's like a little bit of a gift coming through here. If we can't receive it so easily, notice it. If the, Whether that's an invitation, whether that is uh, an opportunity or something. If there's resistance, it's a time to notice that. What do I feel like I don't want anymore? What used to feel like something that really felt like my comfort zone and made me feel good, what doesn't slap anymore? That's kind of what I feel like with this Six of Cups is maybe pointing us to a more mature version of ourselves, uh, a more whole version of ourselves. That's what we're becoming. That's what we're becoming. So what are you open to receive? What can you receive? What feels really good to receive right now? Maybe that's time alone. Your own love, your own time. Maybe it's inspiration from others, connection with others. Maybe you don't even know what it is. Maybe everything feels resistant or challenging right now. Um, And if so be with that notice that there's so much flow that wants to come through in these cards so much movement when we are being easy in our thoughts easy in our bodies and easy in how we're moving around our processes no rigid thinking then things can move forward easily and fall into place and come together in a really beautiful way. This higher vision is pulling us through this week with temperance. This higher vision that is just above and beyond all of the chaos of the mind, all of the bullshit, (laughs) whatever it is, something higher, a higher way is what's moving us forward. Always. We have the fool. new season new beginning what new newness are you ready to embrace what new risk do you feel called to take what intentions are you setting at this new moon the intentions that we set at this new moon can be powerful can be potent we're really cutting loose ties with heavy draining visions heavy draining energies that maybe 
held us back, could hold us back. The fool is like, fresh start. You get to move forward in what you're setting your sights on, in what you're hoping for, in what you're moving towards and dreaming of. Elevated, a whole elevated vision is what we're moving towards here. And we're centering ourselves here with the Queen of Cups, centering ourselves in our full cup, our energy levels this time, maybe returning to something old that we used to do. The Six of Cups can be connected to the past. Returning to something with a deeper sense of self-awareness, more self-love, deeper wisdom. Returning to that anew again, maybe. With Jupiter turning direct. Maybe it was something that we stopped doing in the summer, the end of July. Maybe returning to that and saying, no, I'm ready to try again now. And I'm not afraid this time. I'm not afraid of what I was afraid of before. So let's pull an animal oracle. Wasp spirit. Sometimes life stings. Not all that spirit creates in nature is easy to love, but when we look through the eyes of wasp spirit, we recognize that even though sometimes life stings, there is a purpose for pain just as much as there is purpose for wasps in the natural world. Wasps keep insect populations down, support the growth of plants. So too, the sting of life may hurt, and you may feel deeply disappointed or even resentful that wasp spirit has shown up, but you will soon... Come to see that spirit has something wonderful in store for you. You may well come to realize that being stung led to something far better than you had envisioned for yourself. Hmm. Perhaps behind the scenes, wasp spirit was conspiring with spirit to ensure that you could grow something of value of you. Spirit has a plan and wasp spirit plays a part. Have you looked back and been glad that your prayers weren't answered because the path you took led to something far better. Wasp spirit is a reminder to reflect on those times, for today's sting may hurt, but something better awaits you. Mm, I love that. Have you ever looked back and been glad that your prayers weren't answered because the path took you to something far better? Where have you been since the end of July? What have you experienced how have you grown what have you learned what have you overcome what have you had the chance to overcome this year that you wouldn't have had the chance to overcome if you had got what you asked for initially i think a lot of us are gonna have like a full circle moment maybe or something like that this week where we realize like what it all meant you know and what it's all leading to where it has all led and we can maybe land here and recognize that it's, it was all for us it was all for us it was all happening for us my loves i hope this was helpful and 
I'm sending you all my love for this week ahead and beyond. On the evening of the 23rd at 7 p.m. ET, just an hour after the new moon in Sagittarius is exact, I'm going to be hosting a power hour ritual to tap into what is next for 2023. So if you want to join me for this power hour, we're going to move through some hypnosis to activate your third eye and really see into the future for 2023. We're going to do some intention setting and we're also going to talk about how to work with the astrology of the last full lunar cycle of 2022 and you'll also get a chance to ask me one question about your birth chart and this upcoming year so this is going to be a really potent little session if you want to join me you can do so at the link in the show notes i would love to have you Hello, my loves. Welcome to your weekly forecast for November 27th to December 4th, 2022. So the last month of the year is finally here and this is our time to reflect on our lover's year and allow the gifts and learnings of this year to become clear. There has been a lot of growth for all of us no matter what. So don't let this year wrap up without taking time to acknowledge yourself in all the ways that you've grown. As a lover's year, 2022 is asked that we commit to ourselves and to our right path, which is meant making sacrifices. A big theme in 2022, our lover's year, was taking responsibility for ourselves and for our desired future. We have all practiced maturity, made big decisions, and stepped into our power in different ways. So consider what commitments were made or strengthened this year what did you learn about how to love yourself and how to love others and what are you ready to leave behind moving forward as we charge into our lover's year very soon if you feel called to reflect more deeply on your lover's year and explore the themes of our upcoming chariot year and how the former leads into the latter, then you can still access my email course, Your Chariot Year, Seven Days to Take Control of Your Direction for 2023. The link will be in the show notes. But let's talk about the astrology of this week ahead, which brings some dynamic tension, but also some support as we make our new moon intentions real. So we ended last week with a really beautiful new moon in Sagittarius. And so the moon is waxing this week and energy and clarity is building as we take steps to make our intentions real. That's what the waxing phase of the lunar cycle is all about. It's all about being headstrong and experimental and passionate. And so this new moon that we're just coming off of was so lovely that we can kind of feel like maybe we're still riding this wave of positivity and hope as we move into this week. We are of course now in Sagittarius season, we are out of eclipse season, and Jupiter is of course also direct in Pisces that happened the day of the new moon last week. So generally things are feeling pretty good, much better than we have been. So Jupiter has been retrograde, was retrograde since the end of July, and we've had our faith tested since then, like all throughout the end of summer 
and all of fall. Now Jupiter is direct and flowing freely in Pisces and we can have that sense of just easier access to our faith, easier access to a sense of hope and optimism for the future now. So Jupiter will be in Pisces for about a month and this is a really nice way to end our year. So the tension that we have this week comes from a bunch of squares and oppositions between planets. We have Mercury and Venus opposite Mars this week and Mercury and Venus forming a square to Neptune because Mercury and Venus are still very close in Sagittarius. So squares between planets prompt action and oppositions ask us to find a new balance. They ask us for less of something and more of something to just strike a new balance. So we're making changes this week and it can kind of feel like we're getting tossed around a little bit as the moon waxes, but it's all ultimately helping us to figure out what it is we truly want and what it is we need to do to like make that a reality. So we start the week though, on Monday with a really nice alignment between Mars and Saturn. They're trying each other. Mars is retrograde in Gemini and trining Saturn, the planet of maturity and structure, helps us to take an honest look at our long-term goals and think about how we might need to reassess how we're taking action towards our goals or maybe not taking action towards our long-term goals. This is an excellent day to think ahead and plan ahead and really just get honest with ourselves. Maybe you feel called to start the week by making a stop doing list for 2023 of all the things that you want to stop doing so that you can align with your ideal outcomes or just have more energy or mental focus or maybe a start doing list. That's an idea. On Tuesday, Mercury opposes Mars retrograde in Gemini and our perspective broadens. We can see on Tuesday how we may have been glossing over some details or realize that we just may actually need more information in order to do what it is we want to do. Mercury and Sag is the big vision and Mars and Gemini is working with the details. So we're balancing or reconciling our big picture ideals with the strategy or the how this week. We're really figuring things out here with this um, opposition and this can feel pretty productive. This is like the energy of doing research, diving in, reading the fine print, doing all the due diligence that we need to make that vision a reality. On Wednesday, Venus opposes Mars and then we get to really feel into our way of doing things. Venus is heart and desire and Mars is action. So this opposition can highlight a moment of recognition where we just think, okay, I just need to find my way to do this. I need to feel into this. We might realize that just knowing the technical ways to do things just isn't really sinking in or isn't really working for us at this point. We have to kind of permission ourselves maybe on Wednesday to feel into an authentic way to navigate the process of working towards our goals if that makes sense. Then on Thursday Mercury squares Neptune and this can bring some confusion. Mercury is the mind and Neptune is fog and so we may find ourselves 
maybe just getting in our heads and maybe telling ourselves stories. So something to watch out for on Thursday. We end the week on Saturday with Venus squaring Neptune. And also on Saturday, Neptune stations direct in Pisces. So with Venus squaring Neptune, just a couple days after Mercury squares Neptune, we can really find ourselves just questioning what is right or questioning what we want towards the end of this week. And we can at least explore that question maybe in a new way towards the end of this week. Like, what is it that I actually really value? And maybe how have my values changed over the course of 2022? And what do I want to align myself with for 2023? So some big questions come up this week, but a lot of support for actually doing the work to get those answers. But let's talk a little bit about Neptune retrograde. So Neptune has been retrograde in Pisces since June 28th, and Neptune stations retrograde once a year for about five to six months or so. And this is not a personal planet, so we don't feel this retrograde as much as we might notice its themes coming up around us in the collective. Though, especially this week, since Neptune is active aspecting these personal planets, we might really notice Neptunian themes coming up in our lives. Neptune rules the media and fantasy, illusions and vagueness. And Neptune has been in Pisces since 2011. And since then, we've been, as a collective, exploring what is true and what is not and looking closer at the media and the role that it plays in our concept of truth. So during Neptune's retrograde period, we may have noticed themes of just rose-tinted glasses coming off around us and you know it's maybe been a chance for us to reconnect with our own truth and just gain a different perspective of our relationship to dominant truths or right or wrong so that is a look at the astrology of the week ahead now let's pull some cards and see what needs to come up for us as we move into december 2022 final month of our lover's year what do we need to know about this week We have the chariot, we have the six of swords, and we have the queen of pentacles. We are thinking ahead this week, beautiful week, to explore what we want this upcoming year to be about. We want to move forward. We are ready to move forward. And this is an excellent time as we come up on this last month of this year to think about what supported me in getting to this point that I'm at right now at the end of 2022 I've come so far this year what has supported me what are the vehicles been that have taken me to this point recognize that because our vehicles need to change in 2023 support systems and vehicles are everything 
in our chariot year. It's all about being mobilized and what is mobilizing us. We have to get our needs met in order to, you know, really feel like I have the support systems and structures that I need in order to just get to where I want to go. That has inevitably changed, you know, for all of us. So what do you need now at this point to get to that next level? I think maybe a new sense of clarity around that might find us this week. We are thinking forward and also leaving something behind. With the Six of Swords, we're ready to leave a certain mindset in particular behind, a certain way of engaging with others, a certain way of allowing others to access us, a certain way of um, speaking to others, communicating with others, and, and allowing ourselves to be communicated with. I like to think about this Six of Swords six of swords as the card that comes after the five of swords where we really learn the hard way the value of our time energy and attention we have learned so much in 2022 about what does not feel good <laughs> you know in the six of swords we're moving on into this rite of passage into better and we don't know what's next in order to know that we just want better that's okay that's enough to know that we just need to move forward um so we're moving on from what just didn't feel good and right. And that might have been, you know, a certain relationship dynamic. It might have been a certain um, role that you were occupying. But it was, you know, the dominant thing that's highlighted here with the Six of Swords is a way of thinking. We're leaving that behind and acknowledging our value, our worth, stepping into our self-worth with the Queen of Pentacles. The Queen of Pentacles says, be intentional about your focus. This queen sits on her throne and is so focused on her single pentacle that she's holding. You know, she's not like, I need all of these pentacles. She's focused on one pentacle, a symbol of the seed that she is nurturing, a symbol of the values that she holds and trusts in. The less is more. It's all come back to us investing in ourselves in some new way. Maybe finally giving ourselves permission to slow down or just change how we are moving around our world, changing our definition of progress, changing our definition of like goals, even like changing our goals. Really finding our own way. I love this Venusian energy that's supporting us in the stars this week. It's like we have this real focus on our values and what feels good and right. And that's mobilizing. That's what is moving us forward. Balance is such a theme in our chariot year as well. Balance, internal balance is what keeps us going. Balance between meeting our needs and meeting other people's needs. Balance between an objective perspective and a subjective perspective, balance between our physical, mental, emotional selves, spiritual selves, balance. That's huge. 
fine-tuning that balance takes a real intentional focus, you know, on ourselves, on ourselves. We can't let ourselves be tossed around by the world if we want to be balanced and if we want to be really present and respond expertly to situations, you know. The Six of, of Swords can feel a little heavy in its energy. It can feel like this sense of loss a bit, you know? We've, we're leaving something behind that didn't feel right or, you know, did feel right at one point, but doesn't feel right anymore. But it was familiar. And there's a sense of comfort that we're leaving or that we recognize that we need to leave in order to move forward and become the queen, the leader that we're ready to become now and that's okay you know it's okay to feel sad about leaving something behind even if it means you're moving forward towards something amazing it's okay to to hold yourself through that you know Yeah, we have a Five of Cups coming up again. The Five of Cups. Hmm. It's so easy to focus on what isn't working and what just could be better. You know, it's so easy to focus on how far we are from our big, beautiful dreams that are on the horizon in our chariot year. And my God, how far we have to go. It's so easy to focus on what doesn't make us feel good to focus on, right? Sometimes. But the Five of Cups says, be mindful of that. Be mindful of when you are pouring your energy into a thought, into a focus that is not expansive, that is not mobilizing, that is not, like, does not honor your magic and your capacity for transformation the five of cups is all about turning things around there is so much good here for us and we really have to acknowledge that the five of cups and the six of swords are very much about healing like what are we healing this week And what are we seizing? What new potential are we seizing? This figure has two cups behind them. They're still upright. Not all is lost from this trash fire that we are moving beyond in 2022. You know, there's so many gems that can still come from that. You know, maybe for some of us, this could be really amazing connections that come out of a horrible job that you're leaving you know you have a, a few key people who connect you with a universe of success in the future you never know or one relationship that you're leaving behind that taught you the, a lesson that just changed everything for you can you possibly find some gratitude fully for 2022 and all that you've moved through and and not judge yourself but recognize that uh, in order to be the queen in order to be the king of our lives and be in the driver's seat of our lives we have to be wise and experienced versions of us right 
and we can't get wise and experienced if we don't have any experiences, you know. Value all of it. So let's pull a Wish's Wisdom Oracle card. The Six of Swords and the Queen of Pentacles and the Chariot, a real contrast here of like allowing ourselves to be carried with leadership. You don't need to take it all on yourself. You don't need to take it all on yourself emotionally, whatever it is. Maybe there's one area of your life where you want to just acknowledge like, I just need someone to carry me <laughs> through this in some way. You know, I need some support. I need to, to feel just like I am allowed to be a passenger in life for five seconds. You know, we're really maybe exploring that part of us. That part of us needs to come forward with us into our chariot year. You know, it's not just, it's about balance, you know. Balance between our dark and our light. Earth grounding. All right. Are the foundations you stand upon strong enough to support you? You have been on rather shaky ground lately and your confidence has been knocked. Your head has been in the clouds and your spell work and wishes do not seem to be coming to fruition. It is the element of earth that must be called upon now, for it offers you the nurturing and support that you need at this time. The earth is solid, firm, and will give you the grounding required to bring about the results that you desire. The earth is strong and fertile and stable and associated with the goddess of birth, life, death, and rebirth. Give yourself some time to go into nature and allow the earth to restore you. Draw upon her gifts that are steeped in magic and mystery as you rest and recharge under her protection. Soon you shall have all of the endurance and strength that you require to move forward. Witches foresight. Connection with the element of earth is required to bring substance to your spell work. Spend time outside, barefooted, and getting your bare hands dirty. Take up gardening. Hug a hug or sit beneath a favorite tree. Engage in a project that requires solid groundwork. I like that. I like that message a lot for this reading. Solid groundwork. Okay. So maybe we're doing some clearing out this week and starting into this solid groundwork that we're planning for 2023. Thank you for listening, my loves. I appreciate you, and I'm sending you all of my love for this week and this month, this last month of the year that we're moving forward into. I'm really excited about this month because I have some amazing things coming up which I will be announcing in a couple days but I'm really feeling really feeling the energy of this chariot year and I I I think that a lot of us are are ready for it ready for some progress and some momentum so have a wonderful rest of your week and I will talk to you next week